slash WCBN Sports or our website to listen to the men's basketball team take on Southern Mississippi. And that will about do it do it for us here from WCBN Sports on Wait, 88.3 Ann Arbor. John Carlos Stanton just won the NL MVP by two points. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good for him. Po- breaking last second update. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Closest <laughs> finish ever. <laughs> But that will do it from uh, that will do it for us from here in WCBN. As always, we wish you a good day and a go, go blue. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? What's said If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I? them anyway cause every time I have half a mind to leave you babe that means I have half a mind to stay it's Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor good evening this is Mike and Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30 and wouldn't you know there's an event going on in town related to food that is actually educational and nutritional and lots of other good things happening this Sunday with the Agrarian Adventure. And my guest from the Agrarian Adventure Board of Directors is Jeff Tenza. Hi, Jeff. How you doing? Hey, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. I'm great. I just, uh, on my run over here, I picked up a cranberry chaga mushroom muffin from uh, baked by my friend Mary at Argus. It was really good. Cranberry chaga mushroom? Yes. What is chaga? Uh, well, this is a locally foraged mushroom, and uh, it's known for its immunological uh, strengthening benefits and stress reduction. Uh, this this particular muffin was very fluffy, but it was also packed with lots of fiber, so I'm feeling feeling great. Feeling good. <laughs> so I'm, I'm also it's a locally... Sorry, locally... Foraged. Locally foraged. So it's a natural way of creating your own breed of mushroom? Uh, I'm trying to articulate foraged, not foraged. Foraged, sorry. Forged by the trees that uh-huh. it was grown on. Oh, okay. I like I like naturally forged. Sounds good too. Like you go to some kind of uh, forging facility and you put the mushrooms in a on an anvil and you maybe not. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a vegan anvil. I don't know. But cool. actually, we do have a point to the show, don't we? That's right. But yeah. So also at Argus, I ran into my uh, friend Alex, who runs our school gardening program uh, for a grand adventure, and he was giving me some highlights from his past year they kind of wrapped up for the season uh the fall gardening uh class that uh he was doing at tappan middle school here in ann arbor and uh yeah it's, it sounded like a lot of fun i'm on the board and i'm also involved with the farmer in the classroom aspect of a grand adventure uh where i'm also a farmer and i go in and i see a bunch of elementary school kids and i i just share what I do on the farm and how much fun it is and I show them some really good vegetables and get them all excited. I'll I'll talk more about that in a second. But uh yeah, we've got an event this Sunday. Yeah. Where is that located? It's at Great Oaks Co-housing in their event space and that is off Jackson Road. Uh there's a side street called Little Lake and uh I mean, you can google Great Oaks to get the exact address. Uh, or go to agrarianadventure.org and you'll find all the details there. 
but it's a very nice space. It's an intentional uh, housing community. Uh, Great Oaks is right there next to Touchstone and uh, Sunward. And they've all hosted us. They've all taken turns hosted uh, hosting us over the years. This is our annual brunch fundraiser. And that money goes towards uh, school gardening uh, programming that we support. Uh, both we run a, a club at Tappan Middle School and we support other schools with their school gardens. Uh, a lot of them have clubs that meet regularly. They help kids learn about growing vegetables and then cooking them up. And it also supports our coordinator who... Uh, sets up farmers with teachers who request different lesson plans that we have written that fit curriculum goals. And we also provide starts to classrooms and school gardens and uh, and also do educational events in general. So we need, we need a big fundraiser to just keep us going each year. And we're reaching more and more students. And it's, it's like amazing how it's how it's grown in in the educational world if you if you wanted to see schools talk about uh place-based education and local agriculture and getting to know different people in their community and where their food comes from it's happening in ann arbor it's it's really fun to see that's the agrarian adventure and i'm going to spell that in case there's anybody out there who says i'm not sure how to spell that but just in case a g r a R-I-A-N, Adventure. There's a website, agrarianadventure.org, where you can read all about what they do. And the Agrarian Adventure, now, just a reminder, it's Sunday what time? It's from 10 a.m. to noon. We are doing this awesome brunch. We've got uh, uh, Chef Chris Ciappelli, who also works at the the business school executive dining. He's at Black Pearl, Frida Batita's. Uh, all different kinds of organizations. He's also on the board of a grand adventure. And so he's going to be chefing this fundraiser and we're going to have heirloom vegetables from Tantre farm and a hash. We're going to have uh, mighty good coffee infused waffles with a Mindo chocolate sauce. Wait, slow, slow down. here. <laughs> Just trying to absorb all that in my brain and my taste buds. right now. <laughs> yeah. Some, some pumpkin pancakes. We're going to have all kinds of local and, uh, fair trade ingredients and it's going to be a great, uh, food. So very nourishing for sure. And we're going to have some presentations. You're going to learn about, uh, you know, things that we've been teaching the kids and hopefully get to meet a lot of awesome people. A lot of uh, students from U of M are coming to volunteer. School of Public Health is really supportive of what we do. Uh, so you'll get to join us this Sunday, 10 to noon, at Great Oaks Co-Housing. Great Oaks Co-Housing just off Jackson Road, right? Correct. Thank you. So the Agrarian Adventure has done a lot of—first of all, how long has it been around? And it's expanded a lot, right? How did it start out? Well, it started back in 2004. Uh, a woman named Alyssa Trumbull uh, started organizing this stuff and at Tappan Middle School. They got uh, a hoop greenhouse built. They had the school garden club. They were, I uh, I remember back in 2010, uh, I found out about it. I was working at Tantre Farm, and Deb Lentz, who works there, she got involved. She had been doing a lot of... Um, classroom visits to Tantre Farm, and she would go into uh, different schools and give presentations. So she teamed up with Alyssa and started the Farmer in the Classroom program for a Grand Adventure. And I remember going to meet Alyssa, and um, kind of the conversation was like, how do we get local food into cafeterias? And there's all this 
contract issues and um, also how to how to get the kids to you know love the food if they're just like getting a bunch of vegetables like you know with no story behind it no no chance to slow down and like savor the the flavors uh, or just a bunch of fast food in the cafeteria yeah so so over time since then uh, we have expanded the all these different lesson plans and there's all these different farmers who go in um, I think uh, I have some stats here last year uh, nine area farmers taught lessons to 951 students in the Ann Arbor public school system very cool and this year uh, it's possible we could double that number of students reached excellent I remember talking to some folks from agrarian adventure before and there seemed to be a little bit of well first there were uh, some of the lessons from the garden that ended up in school lessons, which was a very interesting thing, you know, in you know biology classes and other classes. And then there was an effort to expand, as you were saying, to other schools and maybe see if you can provide food to other schools. And then that, I think, stepped back a little bit and then it grew again. So it's been been a process, I guess. Yeah, for sure. It's it's been interesting being on the board. Of course, you know, with any nonprofit, uh, there's there's so many different you know high uh, missions and goals, and uh, you know, slowly but surely, we've been able to make progress. And and a fundraiser, doing the fundraiser is a lot of fun. It's a, a major component. Uh, and the hoop house at Tappan, it needs a lot of repair right now. That's, you know, that's a challenge for us. Uh, so it's, it's great to have the community support. And also if people want to get involved and uh, jump in with assisting farmers in the classroom, you can see this firsthand. We could use that help uh, definitely in our subcommittees. If you want to brainstorm with us of what we could do in the future, if you want to jump in on one of the cooking classes, it's a lot of fun. There's there's so much more that we're doing now. Uh, but as far as like getting food into the cafeterias, that's always like interesting. There's different uh, standards that farms have to get certified through. And uh, and there's been a lot of great people who've worked on the Grand Adventure over the years. That I, I know you know a lot of them. Yeah. Well, I'd like to do, take just a moment here to uh, play a song about what somebody would be doing right now if they were gardening. Uh in the words of REM Gardening at Night, to be specific. Uh, I'm with Jeff Tenza of the Agrarian Adventure. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. We'll be back in just a moment.
That's R.E.M. and Gardening at Night. And those who remember the original EP, Chronic Town, will remember that that is a different version of that song, the original version on the EP Chronic Town, their first release. This version, the different vocal mix, is on their compilation from 1988. So this is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. It's a show about food and culture. It's about quarter to seven. Our Wolf will help us to face the music in 15 minutes. I believe it's going to be all songs from years that end in seven. I believe that's what he's doing for the rest of the year. But right now I'm here with Jeff Tenza of The Agrarian Adventure. And Jeff has been talking about an event The Agrarian Adventure is having this Sunday at Green Oak Co-Housing in Ann Arbor. It's Great Oaks, actually. Great Oak, sorry. And uh, it will be green, but it's Great Oak Co-Housing, nonetheless. So The Agrarian Adventure involving kids in growing food and learning and so many other things. Why don't you talk about some of what you've done in the classroom for agrarian adventure? Sure. Uh, So over the years, I've had the pleasure of working on many different local farms, and I uh, just want to tell everybody about it. And uh, through Agrarian Adventure, I get to go into schools. I, I grew up in Ann Arbor, and growing up, I did not know that it was possible to have an Agrarian Adventure. I think we might have gone to an apple orchard uh, and done like a hayride. But I just, I, I never had the image of like wanting to hang out on a farm with farmers. It just seemed like this other antiquated world where it would be like kind of like a lot of straw and make me itchy or like <laughs> really smelly with poop and all those we things I learned poop, to love no. over the years. But <laughs> there's, there's a lot more that's cool about it. And especially the farmers around this area, uh, a lot of the farms are small scale and locally focused uh, and have a lot of community building around them. Uh, so I've worked at Community Farm of Ann Arbor. I've worked at Tantre Farm. I've worked at Sunseed Farm most recently. Uh, I worked at a raw milk dairy farm. Uh, and all that was a big adventure for me. So I, I, I go into these classrooms, and mostly I, my specialty is the, the lesson plan about uh, food miles and just bringing up the the topic of like over the winter if you're if you're going to buy some spinach and you go to the store you might be likely getting a bag uh that was shipped from California I was just thinking California yeah and you might think wow California they're so great at so many things and you know it's it's warm there and it's probably really efficient to grow some spinach there uh, and I bring in some bags of spinach and the kids will taste this. And it's like, this is the spinach they, they are used to. And they tell me right at the beginning and their teacher tells me, uh, that they already know they hate spinach <laughs> and they throw away 99.9% of spinach. This is the quote. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, a lot of spinach. That's a large percentage. Yeah. So I also bring in some Michigan spinach that I, uh, you know, I often bring it in and I say, this is grown by my friend Hannah or Erica, and it was grown like 10 miles from here. And uh, it was probably picked yesterday and I pass it out and they taste it and the kids flip out (laughs) and they, they're like, wow, this tastes like candy. And it's got like nutty complex flavors and it's super sweet. And so we talk about that and it's like, you know, 
there's there's a great benefit to having a Michigan winter. It sweetens these vegetables. We can definitely grow them in these passive solar greenhouses. That means they don't uh, they don't have heaters. They're not using fossil fuels, and we can grow these uh, great greens all year round. And there's a lot of farmers who are out there, even though it's a little cold inside the greenhouse, it's like a little botanical gardens and you can go volunteer and help them out too. But the, that's, that's just for starters, but, uh, shall I continue? There's also the school gardening club that a grand adventure does, which sure. is great. Uh, just a quick question. I'm just trying to think about the concept of the spinach, which tastes better because we have a Michigan winter. I'm just trying to get my mind around that wonderful idea. So, so this would be this would be great for uh, some biologists and chemists and everybody to <laughs> uh, to explain to me further, and uh, we can collaborate and talk to the kids more about this. But my understanding is that uh, when green plants are cold, they concentrate sugars in their leafy body, uh, and that helps. That works as somewhat of an antifreeze in my mind. Mm. It, it helps them from dying. They get sweeter. Uh, all I know is that they are sweeter. <laughs> and and the other thing I've heard is that in the winter they have less pest pressure, less bugs are oh, around yeah. in the winter, although there are some. And uh, and so they don't have to do as many bitter alkaloid poisons to try and fend off bugs from eating a lot of them. And so, so the plants actually try to the plants are creating those alkaloid. Uh, alkaloids, which are poison to the bugs. Is that I'm understanding correctly? Yes. Again, my, my <laughs> understanding is that the healthier the plants, this is, this is kind of a principle of organic farming. If you can get the microbiology of the soil right and all the minerals right and treat the plants properly, you know, growing them with good timing and good water and mulching, all these good things, the plants themselves are pretty smart and they're able to create defenses so you don't have to produce uh you don't have to douse them with uh you know pesticides to kill off tons of bugs willy-nilly every ecology uh component uh you want a lot of those good bacteria good bugs you're killing everything when you spray them right and so so that's another thing to you know talk with kids about and just raise that issue and it's just like piques their curiosity it's like wow let's let's learn about biology and chemistry because you know it's a cool mystery like how the how does the plant world work it's kind of magic actually i believe it yeah i mean i suppose there's a chemistry of pre-packaged stuff in a bag in a kroger but it's not really as magical just my thought <laughs> not single singling out any particular chain but just saying well I, you know you can romanticize even that and it's <laughs> probably better than something or other but i i just I'm really proud of what we're doing here uh, in Michigan, and it tastes really good, and it's really nutritious, supposedly, when you eat fresh vegetables, and we don't necessarily have to use all that energy to ship it, you know, what is that, 2,000 miles? Uh, yeah, about from California, yeah. Yeah, so it's that's, uh, that's a lot of fossil fuels we don't need to do, because we can grow it even in our own gardens with the little hoop house. Mm-hmm. And you were also talking about some of the clubs, is that right? Yeah, so there's also uh, one of our uh, flagships, uh, our program is uh, the School Gardening Club at Tappan Middle School. And 
a guy named Alex runs that, and he was telling me they they re- they met once a week and they would work out in their garden, and then they would do like a kind of like a classroom kitchen, and they learn how to make all these different things. Um, a woman named uh, Melissa, who's a, a U of M School of Public Health student, uh, she uh, she also previously worked at the brinery and was the tempeh master. So she hooked in with the Grand Adventure and she taught these kids about sauerkraut, which is another magical uh, element of food. Mm-hmm. And so they took, uh, you know, cabbage that they had produced and they chopped it up, they salted it, they created a brine. And after a couple of weeks, they were able to taste, uh, for, for a lot of them, their, their first naturally lacto-fermented sauerkraut, which uh, supposedly is very good for your own microbiome and unlocks a lot of uh, vitamin C and nutrients from the, the greens that you've got. And so uh, Melissa talked a lot about that and the kids loved it or they at least had fun with it. Uh-huh. Uh, it's pretty sour and salty. I'm hearing strange noises. Maybe it's the Martians who are coming to uh, visit us. But sorry, go ahead. And the Martians are tuning in. I, I think I just it. I just watched the the classic film They Live last night, which oh, boy. <laughs> could be uh, the hackers trying to Uh-oh. stop the, the the broadcast message. Oh no! But uh, yes, that's a little off the subject, I suppose. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I digress. We do that on the show. But I'm with Jeff Tenza from the Agrarian Adventure. And there are the Martians who are always with us. Thank you, Martians. Uh, The Agrarian Adventure has an event this Sunday at Great Oak Co-Housing. Great Oaks. Great Oaks Co-Housing. I will get that right by the end of the show. Great Oaks Co-Housing. And you can read all about it at at, uh, agrarianadventure.org. Let's hear some more growing music here. This is The Temptations, I believe. Let me just uh, verify that real quick. Yes, I believe... Here we go. Like a snowball rolling down the side of a snow-covered hill. That the man claims broke his reel It's growing Like a rosebud blooming in the warmth Of the summer sun It's growing Like a tale by the time it's been told By more than one Ooh, it's growing Every day it grows a little more
The Temptations and It's Growing. It's about three minutes to seven. Arbolf and Face the Music coming up in just a moment. Thank you to Jeff Tenza from The Agrarian Adventure for joining us today. Thank you, Mike. This is awesome. Yeah, thank you. The Agrarian Adventure holding their event at Great Oaks Co-Housing. Yes, and that's at 500 Little Lake Drive, Ann Arbor, Michigan. It's just off Jackson Road, very close to Jackson Road. And it's what time is it again on Sunday? 10 a.m. to noon. And this is a fundraiser for the Agrarian Adventure, which works with schools to connect students with food, health, community, and agriculture, based at uh, Tappan Middle School originally, which I believe is where Iggy Pop went to middle school, if I remember correctly, which makes it even cooler, which well, it already super is cool. cool. That is, it's just all super cool. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of future rock stars coming out of there and yeah. future farmers. Hey, uh, speaking of... Martians and vegetables. Yes. Have you been getting into kohlrabi this year, Mike? That is very... It's the, the new hot vegetable. I, ha- it I looks like get... a little alien. I've seen one. I saw one that looked like a turtle one, so maybe it's it's a shapeshifter. It's, uh, it's another vegetable we taught uh, kids about. They made some kohlrabi fries, and uh, I hear that they loved it, and also some kohlrabi and apple slaw, uh, and it's it's like... It's the best vegetable. It's this ball, and it's a cousin of broccoli, and it also tastes like an apple. You can eat it raw. Wow. It's like, it's like the hipster apple, I would call it. <laughs> Food magic. Yes. Well, thank you, Jeff. On that note, you're listening to WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Eat more kohlrabi and keep listening to Radio Nonstop. Arulf, in just a moment on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Here's, for no particular reason, Peter Sellers and boiled bananas and carrots. was a nipper, only six months old. My mother and my father too. They did not know what to win me on. They was both in a dreadful stew, man. Oh, they was the thought of tripe and the thought of steak. Or a little bit of old cosrope. I said, pop round to the old cook shop. I know what will make me grow. It is them boiled bananas and carrots, man. Oh, boiled bananas and carrots. That is the stuff for your tummy kale. It make you fat and it keep you well. Now you don't want to live like vegetarian. On the food they give to old parrots. From morn till night you must blow out your kite on the boiled beef and carrots. 
now we've got a lodger, he's an artful cook. I'm very, very queer, he said. So we sent for the doctor, and he came round, and he told him, you jump in bed, he said. Oh, the poor chap said, oh, I do feel bad, he said, and my mother with a tear replied. Hello, darling, what would you like for a pick-me-up? And he jumped out of bed and cried. I tell you what he cried, boiled bananas and carrots, that's it. Oh, boiled bananas and carrots. That is the stuff for your tummy kill. It makes you fat and it keeps you well. Don't live vegetarians. Only food they give to parrots. From morning till night, you blow out your kite on boiled bananas and carrots. Stew! Is a stew! Is a stew! Is a stew! Man, them boiled beef and carrots. I've been waiting since the last test to get in. Well, that settles it, doesn't it? This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's a little past seven. My name's R. Wolf, and I want to thank Mike for doing exactly what Mike does on Thursday nights. Thank you, Mike, for being precisely who you are. Good evening, and welcome to another hour of music coordinated by the numeral seven. What am I saying? Well, all I'm saying is that this is the um, these are the last weeks of 2017, and as I do every year, I take the last number of the year and I 